Hey there, Tired Mamas. You're listening to the Chasing Sweet Dreams podcast. I'm Erin McCormick, certified pediatric sleep consultant and owner of Chasing Sweet Dreams. Hey there, welcome back. Today we are talking about sleep disruptions due to fears and anxieties and what to do about it. Okay, so as toddlers and preschool age children grow and develop emotionally, they begin to attach meaning to their experiences. Okay, so much of this development is positive, like feeling proud when they finish a puzzle or feeling happy to see a familiar friend at the playground. The development of fears is a natural part of this process and it can be a good thing. For example, when a child learns that something can cause harm, a fear can lead to avoidance of that thing, okay? However, sometimes children develop fears that can lead to bedtime anxiety and sleep disruptions. From a parent's perspective, it can be difficult to balance the desire to provide your child with support at night and to maintain the consolidated independent sleep, okay? So first we're gonna dive into the science behind it. So most toddlers experience nighttime anxiety or fear at some point in their lives, okay? There may be different ways that the fears and anxiety can manifest themselves, including fears during the night, fears experienced from something during the day that caused anxiety at night, and fear of separation from the parents, okay? So first, we're going to discuss fears associated with night, okay? So a recent study found that about a fifth of children develop a fear of the dark between the age two and three years old, okay? So other night fears, such as monsters and unfamiliar noises, also fall into this category. When children experience fears associated with going to sleep, they often have trouble going to sleep at bedtime and may try to stall to keep their parents in the room, or they may ask to have additional lights on at bedtime. Fear of the dark is obviously a big problem because nighttime is associated with darkness and the introduction of a light into the child's bedroom can cause itself some biological sleep and circadian rhythm disruption. Let's discuss transfer of fears from day to night. It may not seem like a crazy experience that occurred during the day, but it could affect sleep. Long-term memory consolidation happens during sleep, so traumatic experiences that occur during the day can be revisited and processed at night. So an example would be an experience such as maybe a big dog unexpectedly barked at a child. That can return in a dream during the night and can also lead to a highly charged night waking following a stressful dream, okay? So these wakings are usually associated with a dramatic stress response, such as a child screaming or crying immediately upon waking. Okay, next let's discuss anxiety from parental absence. Most young children will go through a phase where they will be anxious that their parents are not around during the night. As a parent, this may seem a little irrational because you know you would never leave your child during the night, but to your child, it is perfectly reasonable to call out just to make sure you're still there. Separation anxiety related waking in babies and younger toddlers is typically associated with dramatic and stressful waking, okay? But in older toddlers, and preschool age children, this type of waking can be quite different due to their cognitive abilities. So an example is a three-year-old might call a parent into their room three times a night and ask to have his blanket rearranged. This may be frustrating to deal with as a parent, but it's important to understand that if your child is doing this, that this may be a sign of nighttime anxiety. Okay, so a question I get a lot is how do you manage these nighttime fears and anxiety? 
The solution to guiding your child out of these types of nighttime anxieties depends on the cause of the problem. So if your child is waking during the night and you suspect that fear or anxiety may be to blame, that it's important to first determine the cause of that anxiety, okay? So we're gonna go over some basic do's and don'ts for solving sleep problems associated with fears and anxiety, okay? So first, do provide comfort to your child as needed. If your child has a nightmare or wakes during the night following a scary experience during the day, provide your child with comfort and support. For example, if your child woke suddenly with a high stress scream following a daytime exposure to a scary Halloween decoration, then you can go to her and provide her comfort and support to help her feel safe and secure again. At this point, don't worry about creating bad habits if you know your child is in distress, okay? If your child continues to wake after a few nights and you think her fear has gone away, then you may begin to change your response and we'll discuss that in a bit. Do give your child transition time. Transitions are hard in general for toddlers and preschoolers, but having you turn off the light and immediately walk out the room can amplify the stress of the transition. So if your child is expressing a fear of the dark or is having difficulty separating at bedtime, then it's a good idea to end your routine with an activity that involves you sitting in the room with your child in the dark. This could be reading a book with a flashlight, discussing everything you've done that day, or singing a song together in the dark while cuddling before you leave the room. Do narrate what you are doing. So it's helpful to narrate your actions, even if your child is nonverbal. So for example, if you are going to leave the room, you're going to say, mommy is going to sit with you while I sing your lullabies, then I'm going to go back to sleep in my bed. This helps avoid the panic that your child may experience if you get up and leave unexpectedly. Do develop an exit strategy. If you're sitting with your child at bedtime or during the night, then you want to develop an exit strategy to help your child understand that you are available even if you are out of sight. One way to do this is by returning to your child's room frequently by saying the same phrase. So for example, you can say, you're safe and cozy in your bed. Mommy is checking on you. It's most useful to return and check on your child before he or she is super upset and crying for you and fade your checks over time as she tolerates longer periods alone. Okay, so using this type of strategy will teach your child that you are available, but not only necessarily for sleep. It's important to know that this process may be time-consuming. If you need help putting together a more complex step-by-step -step intervention, then consider booking a free 15-minute discovery call for additional help with a personalized plan specifically to your child and your child's particular fears and regressions. Do consider introducing a nightlight only if the other options are unhelpful. So simply introducing a nightlight doesn't usually solve these types of problems because nightlights can cause night wakings and disruptions to the circadian rhythm if they are too bright, okay? So in addition, a bright nightlight can cast shadows that can lead to more stress and more fears. So with that said, a dim nightlight has the potential to provide some extra comfort for your child. If you feel that a nightlight would be helpful, you wanna purchase one that is very dim and red or amber colored and place it as far away from your child as you can. Blue lights have the strongest influence on the circadian rhythm, so you want to avoid blue and green lights while red lights has a minimal effect.
Now let's go over some of the things you don't want to do. So don't use leading words and phrases. It's important not to say things like, are you scared or do you want me to turn on the light? Because these phrases imply that there might be a problem with the dark. Instead, come up with a phrase that is supportive and redirecting like, you are safe, it's time to go to sleep in your cozy bed. Next, don't sneak away or lie. I know it can be tempting to tell your child you'll stay in their room all night, but if you sneak away and then she wakes up, she will not trust you and will probably have an even harder time going back to sleep in the future. Next is don't belittle or deny your child's fear. You want to avoid things like there's nothing to be afraid of or big boys aren't afraid of these things. These things may be irrational, but the feeling they're having is real, okay? So it's okay to acknowledge that your child is having a hard time, and you want to reassure them that if these feelings are hard right now. You will help her get back on track, and things will get better soon. Okay, and next, don't rely on false solutions. When children have issues like fear of the dark or fear of monsters, some parents do rituals to clear the room. An example would be they use monster spray or look under the bed or turn a closet light on to keep the monsters away. These things are not good solutions because they imply that there are monsters around that would need to be managed. What would happen if your child wakes up in the middle of the night afraid that the monster spray wore off, this is why it's best to use positive redirection through phrases like, you are safe, there are no monsters or bad guys. This is going to help your child understand that there's no reason for concern. So I'm going to wrap up by saying that these tips can help you get back on track if your child is a few nights into a regression related to fears or anxiety. If you've been sitting in your child's room for many nights or trying different methods that you've read about online and they seem of worse than the fears, you may need to develop a more complex approach by speaking with me about my one-on-one -on -one services. Thanks for listening to the Baby and Toddler Sleep Podcast with Chasing Sweet Dreams, where I share effective tools, tips, advice, and strategies for getting sleep on track. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share with a mom and dad who might need some rest. Follow me on Instagram at Chasing Sweet Dreams and check out our website, ChasingSweetDreams.com for blogs, free guides, and more information on how I work one-on-one -on -one with families to reach your sleep goals. Sweet dreams!